Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Wow, Joel. Joel Nelson. We'll get into Drone Lane just a little bit uh, later. Do you know where I was during that, Joel Nelson? Where were you? Sitting underneath the other basket as the ball boy who wipes up sweat whenever the players fall. Really? So, had it happened in the other half, it would have happened right at the hoop where I was. And I still have my towel from that day when I was 12 years old. That's incredible. Uh Uh-huh. I put a picture of it on social media not long ago. I think it was last year at the anniversary. What is it? 36 years? I think it was last year when it was 35. Pardon me. We'll get into that. And you know who gave us our towels when we were that job? Who's that? John Calipari. Wow. Yes. That's who would give us the towels before the game. Pretty wild stuff. Anyway, fan text line brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates, personal injury law firm, where they always say there is never a fee unless we get money for you. We'll talk to Jeff Hathorne. We just heard from him a lot, but we'll talk to him in one hour from now. We'll talk to you. I love speaking to you at 412-928-9370. Twitter's great. Brought to you by South Hills Kia. Peters Township. Visit them at southhillskia.net. A wonderful Thursday night to you. Maybe we'll get back into that Aliquippa stuff just a little bit later. I wanted to, I don't want to say die down some, but we need to reverse fields a little bit we will dive into it just a little bit later maybe in the nine o'clock hour and I've I've got a different uh I want to give it a different go and a different run at it but look at the landscape of college excuse me of NFL football coaches right now it is really something whenever you look at it and whenever it all comes to it whenever it goes through the sifter and it comes out the other side you know what's going to happen here Bill Belichick's going to get frozen out that's exactly what's going to happen I want to ask you if this is bias or if it's logic or maybe it's a little bit of both because I don't think anybody's getting screwed. I think it's probably just the lay of the land at this point, and it's logic. And here's where I am with it at 412-928-9370. Here is what's happening. Here is who's being hired. The Panthers are hiring Dave Canales. He's 42 years old. 
The Falcons, they're hiring Raheem Morris. He's 47. He's as old as me. Jim Harbaugh is the elder statesman right now of the people who are being hired. He's being hired with the Los Angeles Chargers. I always say San Diego Chargers, but it is what it is. He is 60. The Raiders, Andre Pierce, uh, he is what? Or Antonio Pierce, Andre Pierce. Uh, he's 45. The Patriots, Jared Mayo, 37. Gerard Mayo. Uh, Tennessee is hiring Callahan, the young Callahan, Sir Callahan, uh, at 39, right? Ben Johnson will most likely be hired in Washington, I think. He's 37 years old. That leaves the Seattle job as the one that's kind of wide open right now. I ask you this at 412-928-9370. Is it bias or is it logic or is it a little bit of both? That Bill Belichick is 71 years old and he's on the outside looking in. He's like somebody in one of those movies where there's a frosted window and he's he's going with his hand and rubbing it and trying to look inside and wants into that party to see what's going on and he's like, let me in, let me in. I'm the goat. I'm supposed to be the goat. What do you mean I can't come into that party? Well, here's what's happening. Everybody is so much younger than you. 20 years, if not older, if not more than that, younger than you. So whenever we went into this coaching process and all these openings, and what you had was, well, you had Bill Belichick flying down to Atlanta a couple times. He was hoping like hell, and I think this was probably the catch, that Sirianni got fired because... The Eagles was pro- were probably going to be his landing spot. And that did not happen with Belichick. I think of this, and I've thought about this, that whole couple hours that I've been sitting here uh, going over some things for the show. As the Jeff Capel show was on with Milan Brown and all kinds of stuff. And I really landed here in this place. One, teams want fresh ideas. They certainly do. They want fresh ideas. And two, when you look at Belichick, even if you would get really good coaching from him. So let's say he would come in and you knew, okay, here we are. He's going to be a really good coach. The reality is he's 71 years old. How long were you going to get that from him anyway? Coaching is one of those things where you're hired to be fired and the long haul isn't thought about all that much. It's win now, win now, win now, win now. What have you done for me lately? And win now, win now, win now. But even as such in that field that can be tough where you can get fired seemingly after you lose three games in a row, I think people want some stability or at least the impression of stability or at least maybe some stability. Hell, look here in Pittsburgh. Not everybody's like this, but I think people aim and want and direct to try to get to a place like this more so than turning it over a bunch of times. Even if you would get five great years from Belichick at 76, is he still going to coach? What we're seeing right now with these coaching searches and what we're seeing right now with Canales getting a job, with Raheem Morris getting a job, with Antonio Pierce getting rolled over uh, with the Raiders, with uh, Gerard Mayo getting that job, and then you have Callahan, and then Ben Johnson will get a job. Callahan already did. Both those guys are under 40. We are right in front of us right now seeing history in the National Football League. We're seeing a change of the guard. All of those guys I just mentioned, 
are 47 years old or younger. And a, two of them, and there will be three of them, Mayo's 37, Callahan's 39, and Ben Johnson's getting that Washington job. He's 37. There will be three head coaches in this cycle that are under 40 years old. So we can talk about the Rooney rule all we want with diversity, and we can talk about people getting jobs based on their skin color. And yes, it's very it's a very big issue, and it should be. But right now, what we're seeing in terms of diversity is something that I like. And nobody is ageist, and nobody is trying to freeze out old men or anything like that. But owners, general managers, personnel people, and people in charge of these hires have now arrived at a place where they said, we need innovation. Innovation is so much more important than somebody that has 10 years of experience. And also with that comes chance. I'm taking a chance on somebody. And that to me is something that a lot of times teams didn't do in the past. During this coaching cycle, we are. We're seeing history because people look at it and they say, we want our offense to go, 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 go. We want players to connect with these guys. We want the age differential to not be as much as it's been before. He doesn't have head coaching experience. Ah, so be it. We're in a day and age where we need the athlete to relate to that head coach and vice versa. That's the most important thing. And I'll be honest with you, I like it. It's nothing personal against Bill Belichick that he didn't get a job, although I think He's a grade-A cheater and was a grade-A cheater, even though some think he's the greatest coach of all time. But it's high time and it's about time that people like that don't just automatically get a job because they've had success for a long time and, even more so, because they've just done it for a long time. That's how hockey does it. If you get fired, there's 10 guys on this globe that are NHL coaches And they just keep recycling through all the jobs. I like that the NFL is going in a different direction. And I like that Bill Belichick is going to be on the outside looking in. 412-928-9370 is that number. That's 412-928-9370. Great show tonight. Can't wait to push you all the way until 1030. Or maybe Belichick is toxic. Do you ever think of that? Maybe, just maybe, he wants too much control. And when he meets with an owner or meets with people who are in charge of a team, he says, well, essentially I'm interviewing you. This is what I need. This is what I want. And people are unwilling to give him all the keys to the whole organization. I do want to ask you this as well. Big story breaking today, former LSU player uh, who played for the pa- plays for the Patriots, who knows how much longer, uh, Kayshawn Booty. Is that how you say his last name? I don't know. That's how I say it, and that's how I'm going to say it was arrested. They walked in, they took him out. He was in Baton Rouge, and they said, whoop, you're coming with me. You know why? He's 21 years old, felony count of computer fraud, misdemeanor counts of gambling, prohibited for persons under 21. Still a big uh, investigation undergoing, but here's why. They say that he allegedly used an alias to get around an age requirement for placing sports wagers in Louisiana. You ready for this? 1-800-GAMBLER. This guy placed more than 8,900 wagers with at least 17 bets on NCAA football games, including six, at least six, on LSU football games. This according to police. Now, the NFL declined comment. 
Um, some people are saying there are games in which he bet on that he played in. All that said, let's forget about the playing quotient, although that's tough to do, right? Let's forget about that. Have you changed the way? Because 8,900 bets, it looks like a gigantic number, and it is, but you could also sit there and live bet a bunch of different stuff, and that's how it accrues, and it just gets real big real fast. Have you changed watching the way, or have you changed the way that you're watching football because of betting? You know, I was right when FanDuel and everything got big in the state. I did here and there, you know. I, I would I, I live bet this or first half here or a total here. It's kind of fallen off for me. I don't want to say it's lost its luster. It's just like, eh, well, maybe it has for me. Lost its luster a little bit. But that being said, have you changed the way? Have you changed your routines? Have you, and this is the big question, I think, because it's a discussion that our, my friends and I have. Have you started to root for different things and that your allegiances to teams, your allegiances to players has now gone by the wayside and you don't really care about that anymore. You just root for your bet and that's where it is because it is so easy to bet. You could sit there, you could bet right in your living room in the state of Pennsylvania. You could sit there and bet on your phone. You could sit outside, wait on your kid to come out from an activity, and sit in your car and bet. You can bet on a pat bus. You can bet absolutely positively anywhere. Has it changed the way? Has it changed, has it changed one, your enjoyability quotient with the NFL and with all sports, really? And has it changed the way that you've watched these games? I'll take your calls on that and on Belichick. 412-928-9370. That's 412-928-9370. Coming up next, I do want to talk some Brock Purdy. Are there still a ton of doubters? Because we have to get into that. But let's talk some Belichick as well at 412-928-9370. And how about this fundamental question? Is the league better for it that he's not coaching in it? And I mean from an entertainment quotient standpoint. Even if you hate him, and it's sports hate. I'm not talking about real hate. Was it better that he was in the league that you had a villain? You had someone to root against. You looked and you said, that guy's team is playing. I want them to lose by nine touchdowns. I'll take your calls next. Again, here till 1030, 412-928-9370. Here on The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, here we are, 412-928-9370. That's 412-928-9370. I do want to get into Brock Purdy in just a, uh, a couple minutes here. But uh, I see a familiar call. I see somebody I enjoy talking to. By the way, is that guy from down by the Kiski River? Uh, Oh, Tennessee River! Actually, the Kiski River. Is the guy from Spring Church, Pennsylvania, going to call tonight and tell me the second part of the story that he told me last night? He told the owl story last night. O-W-L. And then he said he had a possum story for Chapter 2 tonight. And I said, call back at the end of the 6 o'clock hour. And I totally forgot there was the Jeff Capel show. So maybe he'll call in this 7 o'clock hour. Troy is on the mount. Hi, Troy. How are you? What's up, brother? How are you? Nice talking to you again. Uh, better to talk to you. What's up? Um, just on those couple topics that you were throwing out right there um, and a little on Brock Purdy as, as well. When I go to Belichick, um, I like that the game is moving in a new direction, but it's Kind of like one of those things where you see quarterbacks, backup quarterbacks that could be definitely playing in the league, and then you see other guys that are, like, playing ahead of them. We think to ourselves, like, somebody could use Bill Belichick. And for us to think that nobody could actually use Bill Belichick on their team right. in any like, capacity. A pretty great call. Pretty great call. Like, even as a head coach. Like, is Bill Callahan's kid a better coach than Bill Belichick? Um, right. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but I'm just, I'm not feeling it here. It's like, it, it kind of feels, I, I understand the new wave and I understand like the McVeigh and like, you know, the Shanahan tree and things of that sort. But I kind of feel like once you get through the picking of, you know, the couple elites and that still is Shanahan and McVeigh and them, you're kind of just taking shots in the dark. I mean, you can say that, you know, they're good here or they're good there, but when they get with a different organization, it's completely different, especially when they have more pressure on their shoulders. Um, no, there was something else that – No, you, you bring up a good were, point. Like, okay, like this David Canales, okay? Look, I think it's good. A, a bunch of young coaches in the league, but he was Tampa Bay's offensive coordinator, okay? How much was it – how much was their resurrection – Due to that, you know, a little bit this year, how much was it due to finding the right free agent quarterback for one year? And he is just a few years removed from being Seattle's pass game coordinator. He's got that, like, Cliff Kingsbury effect where he's a good-looking, you know, bright mind, someone that works hard, and you're just like, yeah, let's get him. It's like, that's not really what it takes. I know the feeling. That's why I'm married. Yes, yes, certainly. Um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but uh, no, what it, it, I, I'm with you though. I, I I do like the trend that it's going in a different direction, but there has to be a spot for an offensive analyst or a defensive. It's okay. A case in point too is there's no way in the world, Troy. No matter what maverick you thought you had, that the Steelers ever should have let Brian Flores go. Right. Like they should have I mean, figured I, it I, out. I, I think the Steelers knew from the beginning though that. 
the situation he was currently in. They just wanted to reach out to him, get him back into the NFL. They knew what he was going to do or where he was going. I think they knew the whole time. I think that was just more of like a, hey, we're the Rooney rule, we're the Steelers, we know what you went through, you know, so we're going to pick you up and we're going to take you on the team. All right, four one two nine two eight nine three seven zero. Troy letting it go, but it, it was close. I didn't know. Man, Troy used the word that we're not allowed to use. Joel looked at me. Joel Nelson looked at me, and it was like, eh, we gotta let him go. He, know, you know what's gonna happen? By the way, Joel, Troy is gonna call back in like two minutes because he did this one time before. And apologize. Like, I'm so sorry I used that word. He seems like the kind of guy oh, who would probably do totally that. totally yeah. will. You know, he normally has these questions for me, too, and we aren't able to get to them tonight because he swore. Fan Hotline, which he was on, and it was very hot, presented by Sullivan Super Service, Pittsburgh's trusted plumbing and HVAC provider for over 50 years. At the end of the hour, toward the end of the hour, I have to absolutely steal something from PTL, uh, Pittsburgh Today Live, that I saw yesterday and I didn't get to last night that I think is a great, great topic because they were on to it. But listen to this. So I still hear people, and I even heard Pony and Muller talking about this just the other day. Eh, I don't know if I'm a believer in Brock Purdy. Uh, I don't know how good Brock Purdy is. Uh, is Brock Purdy going to be any good? Uh, what is Brock Purdy? Um, okay, uh... Is Brock Purdy really the real deal? Is Brock Purdy, if if Kenny Pickett was in that offense, wouldn't he be doing the same thing? Look, I don't think Brock Purdy's Joe Montana. I don't think that Brock Purdy is, you know, a great quarterback, a legendary quarterback, and to go on to win a bunch of Super Bowls or anything. But can we get past the, like, he hasn't proven himself to this point at least? He's 17-4. and four. As a quarterback, okay, seventeen and four as a starter. Now you say, well, that's not a quarterback stat record. Okay, it's not. What about forty-four touchdowns against fifteen interceptions? I- is that okay? I don't want to make Brock Purdy again out to be Joe Montana, but the gymnastics that people go through to make Brock Purdy out to be just pedestrian is absurd to me. Bob's in the car. Hi, Bob. Hey, how are you? Uh, first of all, uh, I don't know if Joe Montana's uh, first two seasons, I don't know for sure, uh, but I think this guy's the start is excellent. Green Bay gave him everything they could and some. They still came up and won. Yeah, they have a great team, but without the quarterback, no team is a good team. Right. Now, as far as Belichick, Belichick, to, uh, my opinion on Belichick is uh, he was more a product of the system, which the owner was hands-on owner. He provided with it, uh, to him whole lots of scouts, whatever the money could buy, okay? Right. But the, what I have to give Belichick was in his – First of all, they would identify the weakness of the upcoming opponent, and they would go at it until you stop it. If that meant 10 screen passes in a row, that's what they would do. Attention to details was excellent. Every situation, you'll see these guys are getting the ball. Somehow they're doing it right. And 
his attention to detail was exemplary. Right. And, you know, the one point you bring up, Bob, that I think is the best one, like take that Buffalo game whenever it was uh, sideways wind and snowing and just terrible. He said, oh, okay, we're going to chameleon into running the football 62 times tonight. We're not even going to try to throw it. And he would base his game plan off of the opponent off of – it wasn't a hard-headed – and he's not a guy that says, we got to do this, try to stop us. His ability to change with – Different dynamics and change with variables, I think it was better than any coach ever. The most manual coach I've seen. However, again, I'll say he was beneficiary of whole lots of things that other because uh, the guy, a business owner, the owner, uh-huh. he has money. The Roonies, most of their money comes from football. They're in the football business. Right. That guy is in business and he likes to win. In any cost, and he did it. Now, I'm not taking anything away from Belichick and record, but I'm just saying that the owner has something to do with it. Uh, one more thing about the Steelers that I, I, I never had a chance to uh, get it out of my chest. I'm a Tomlin backer. However, this last, this one was like a straw that broke the camel's back because it was like, how many times you are not going to be prepared for a big one? How many times are you going to go down by 28, 21, whatever, and then try to come back and it was not going to be enough? Get it out, Bob. It's bothering you. Get it out. You know, I, I was really hoping because I was saying, okay, Big Ben, he had terrible games in his last years, okay? Mm-hmm. So now he got him out of the system. Now let's see what because he's now he doesn't have anybody with the veto power. So let's see what he can do. And he was doing it better. You know, I thought, okay. And then all of a sudden with Mason, it's like, wow, the playmaker. Now, again, they come in and they, I, I just don't understand. It's a common denominator. Year after year after year, you're going to get smoked in the first period. And then you start trying to come back and it's not going to be enough. Yeah. I just don't understand. I'm with you. I'm with you know what? Great call, Bob. Great call. Not to just continue to rail on Tomlin, but at some point the common denominator when it's you is you. Like it it's not the other variables, it's not the things that are the other team, it's not, well, something just didn't go our way. Well, you know, we'll end up eventually the worm will turn to our side. If you keep coming out of the gate in big games, and you dig yourself a hole that is insurmountable, it doesn't matter really the dynamics of all that stuff. It's just that, well, you keep coming out of the gate, and you dig yourself a big hole. It's on you. We'll talk to Jeff Hathorne coming up at 8 o'clock. Can't wait to do that. Uh, And how much guff should players get from fans? There was a big example of that last night in the NBA, but it is something that isn't an NBA topic. It is... Something I think we could talk about in all the sports. 412-928-9370. That's 412-928-9370. Have we fallen in love with a team yet? My house is 100% into... No, no, no. I, I take that back. I take that back. My house is divided. The women want Kansas City to keep winning. And the men want Detroit to keep winning. So it's tied two to two. But if we get a Detroit-Kansas City Super Bowl, 
which I think the American public kind of wants, then I think we get what we want because the guys in my house, my son and I, we want Detroit. We want Detroit because the story is just phenomenal. I had Dan Campbell so wrong. I thought he was a glorified uh, phys ed teacher and that he was going to fizzle out after half a year and the kneecap stuff when he was introduced was just over the top and ridiculous. Man, has he proved me wrong. He is the man because he's able to delegate power and he's done a very good job of doing that. So on the other side in our house, of course, there's the Taylor Swift stuff and the girls want Kansas City to advance and get to the Super Bowl. But have you fallen in love with a team yet? Are you sitting there and saying, I want this team to get to the Super Bowl. I want this team to win the Super Bowl. San Francisco falls into a weird vortex for me. I think Brock Purdy is criminally underrated, whereas people are saying, wow, you know, I heard this on our station. Do you think if you put Kenny Pickett in that same position, his numbers would be the same? Um, hell no, they wouldn't be the same. Brock Purdy has 44 touchdowns against 15 interceptions, and he routinely makes throws that I've never seen Kenny Pickett make two of those throws. This way that we seem to have of people not necessarily giving him the credit that he needs to get has been mind-numbing to me, and I don't understand it. Again, I don't think he's Elway. I don't think he's Montana. I don't think he's going to be Tom Brady. But in this moment, in this time, it's hard to argue with 17-4. and four. Joel Nelson's producing tonight, one of my favorite people on the face of this earth. Joel, I see a call here. Now, it is 7.34. We're going to get to a break in about three minutes. I see Steve from Spring Church. He told the owl story last night. I want to be able to let this breathe. So Steve from Spring Church is going to lead us off on the next segment. You're going to need to tell him he's going to be on hold for just a little bit through the break and all that stuff. But he claims the Al story was all the rage on social media today. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go to uh, my Twitter. Go to 93.7 The Fans Twitter. You can check it all out. It's on there, and it's really good stuff. He told a story about an owl, like the bird, hoot, hoot, an owl that he found in his mailbox, and he called the he called PETA. They were of no help. He called the aviary. They were of help. He put a big sheet on this mailbox. He brought it up to his barn. The owl ended up getting out. Then he put his mailbox back. It was a big, long, protracted ordeal, and it made for a wonderful story. And at the end of that story last night, I said, well, there was a possum on my neighbor Vinny's porch about a year ago, maybe two years ago now. I think it was about a year ago. And it wouldn't leave his front door. It was like frozen. It was like a sloth. It was moving real slow. Well, unfortunately, it did not. It met the business end of a police officer's gun is what happened. Uh, R.I.P. Possum. And Steve, oddly enough, says, well, interesting that you say that. Because I have a possum story as well. Considering Steve from Spring Church's uh, brilliance in telling the owl story. I think I'm going to give him another go with a possum story here in just a little bit on the other side of the break. Now, I hope he doesn't let me down, and I don't think that he will, again, considering how vast and wide and wonderful uh, the feedback was for the owl story 
from last night. Steve's possum story next. Also, I want to get into something that PTL said, Pittsburgh Today Live. And Jeff Hathorne joins us to talk offensive coordinator search 2024 at the top of the hour. 412-928-9370 is that number right here on The Fan. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. All right. 741 on your Thursday night. 412-928-9370. Wait a minute, 412-928-9370. I, I, I don't know. I think about that. Uh, I, it's like sometimes I, I've given out my cell phone number on the air a couple times. I screw up the phone number. You know what we don't have in here that we need? I might print it out. A big piece of paper or placard with a number on that you can just start, to, like, that you look at whenever you go to read it. I, all other radio studios normally have that. We don't have that. So I have to write it on this big piece of paper and then sometimes there's so much written on this paper that I forget where I write it. Anyhow, Colin, I may call you tonight. I have one more take on your gambling topic. Okay, bring it whenever you want. But first, Stephen Springchurch, he called last night just to reset this scene here. And he told a wonder, because we were talking about PETA and how PETA's mad at me. They wrote me a big, long email, PETA did. And I made the, somebody was at odds with this. I put the email out on social media. It was a big, mean email about I don't know what I'm talking about because I told PETA to leave Punxsutawney Phil the hell alone. They're out on a crusade against Punxsutawney Phil. And somebody said, why would you put that email out in public? It's a private correspondence. No, 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 no. If someone were to send me an email that was a personal email that was from them, I wouldn't put it out. If someone, unless it was real mean and said it had awful things. If someone sends me something from a business account and they're representing a business entity, fair game. They're not representing themselves. They're representing an entity. And I have no problem doing that. Like if someone were to send you something from the city of Pittsburgh and speak for them, or someone sends you something from a big global company or a nonprofit, I have no problem putting that out for public consumption because it's not a private correspondence. They are working uh, under the guise of their company. Nonetheless, so Steve said from Spring Church, he goes, I got a problem with PETA too. And he proceeded to tell me this owl story. Then he said, I have a possum story. So without any further ado, Steve, good evening. Good evening. Um, So what's up? Let me just thank you. First of all, that that lead up to my story, I, I hope I don't disappoint but that felt like my walk-up music to my first swing at home plate at PNC Park. <laughs> okay. Um, how much will you work for? Because awesome. they might sign you depending on how much you work for. <laughs> uh, my, I'm, 
my defense was my game. There you go. Well, yeah, like Mazeroski or Jack Wilson. Um, okay, so this possum. What happened with this possum? So it's it's right before a Steeler game, and uh, it's a Sunday one o'clock game. I have my brother and my best friend over. My wife. We had just moved into our house, and we had the garbage bin set up at the end of the house, so it was kind of out of the way. Well, we started a couple cervezas, so I decided, well, it's garbage night. Let's take the garbage down now. Mm -hmm. So my brother and my buddy were behind me a few steps, so I walked up to the bin. Now, keep in mind, my wife has never let me live this down. She laughs about this to this day. So I walk up and grab the garbage bag. There were two garbage bags stacked, and I grabbed the first one off the top, and I woke this possum up, and he was just angry. Oh. Oh, so angry. Well, he was playing possum until you woke him up, it looks like. Absolutely. Uh So I dropped the bag and took off running because I didn't know know if he was going to jump. I'd never never been in that situation before. You have, yes. Fight or flight. Uh-huh. I I I flew. Well, and my brother and my best friend saw me run and they didn't even know what they were running from and we all three just started taking off in opposite directions just running. Yes. And the two of them had no idea what we were running from. My wife standing on the porch laughing her butt off uh-huh. the entire time. Uh and the story we shooed the possum away. Um, everybody went home happy. But, uh, yeah, it, it was a big deal. We we went running. I, we're running, yeah. No firearms involved? No. Did you no. think about uh, having the possum meet his uh, meet uh, St. Peter possum that night? Yes, but with all the PETA attention, I figured I'd change the end of the story. Oh, no. So this is not really the end of the story? What did you really no. do? Did you off the possum? I did. Okay. Yeah. See, uh, I don't care. No, who cares what Peter says? Uh, you you put the possum down with what? A shotgun? No. So it was worse than that. Okay. Well, this um, is what no. I'm here for. I want the <laughs> I want the full version. Make it quick. Let's go. All right. So uh, we had just moved into the house. This was like back in 2000. So we had just planted grass seed and straw. Uh huh. So we had two pitchforks. At the corner of the house, okay. right by the garbage bin, and uh, yeah, that's that's how the possum met his end. <laughs> you gave the possum the old, you know, the old Grim Reaper kind of. You, you yeah. sickled him right through. Yeah, I'm. I'm not proud of it. Well, you know, you should but, be. Did the possum? Now, did it make a noise when you when you gave it to him? Oh, he fought the whole time. He was he was he was a bad A. Oh, okay. He fought the whole time. Now yeah. you live in Kiski Township, don't you own a long gun, sir? Oh yeah. Oh oh. But the situation called for immediate action. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So what did you do when it was embedded into this this trident sort of thing that you're holding there and the possum's body is embedded in it. How did you get it out of there with the guts and stuff flying around? And what did you do then? Well, we tried to go for 
like a quick kill. Uh huh. Because I I didn't want to just stab it in the stomach. I wanted to kill it quick. Sure. Yeah. That's. I mean, that's the way you go about things, right? <laughs> so, uh, uh, we were going for neck and throat shots. Oh, jeez. And um, yeah, it 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 fought the whole way. It was mean. It huh. was clawing at at the thing as we were stabbing it. Well, good stuff, Steve. Uh, take it light tonight. Appreciate the stories. Uh, it's really drawing in a great audience. Uh, it, uh, the people who are turning off uh, faces of death, I think, to listen to our show. Maybe poltergeist they're going to watch next. Uh, Children of the Corn they've got lined up thereafter. Um, and a bunch of deviates. Good stuff by you. Um, the Owl story had a better ending. Although, I get where he's coming from with the possum. He didn't want to have to deal with the possum moving forward, so he dealt with the possum and put him backward. I get it. I get it. But I don't see. He didn't want to say he killed the possum. He just wanted to kind of be the nice guy, shoot it away. I ran from it. He was hesitant. You know what would be crazy at 412-928-9370? If PETA heard that, right? Because PETA's mad at me for saying the layoff of Punxsutawney Phil. I was talking about the other night how PETA wants to put, first of all, they wanted an animatronic PETA or animatronic Phil a couple years ago. Now they want a coin to flip and just say more winner or no more winner. And I just roasted PETA about that. And the lady wrote me a really mean email. So if they found out where Steve and Spring Church lived and they had a big rally at his house, or they protested at his house. That would be something. And he pretty much told on himself and made them come there. I think that would be great. That's how that would be an incredible ending. Anyway, 412-928-9370. I was watching Pittsburgh Today Live yesterday because David Bednar was on it, right? So I saw the preview that David Bednar was going to be on it. And I said, I gotta watch this. Plus, Heather's the best, and David Highfield, he's he's awesome too. So I start watching this, and they have like this poll question they do, kind of like a Twitter poll question or whatever. So they put it up there, and the question was this. Is it okay to wear pajamas out in public? Right? They put that out there. I think they put it out two days ago and then had the results yesterday. 94% of people said no. 6% said yes. I'm, I did not envision that that many people would come to their senses and say that. I am all for you wearing what you want to wear. I'm 100% for you being comfortable wearing what you want to wear. But I'm also at this place. I'm going to judge you for what you wear. I'm that guy. Only God could judge me. Well, no, I'll judge you too. If you wear pajamas, like this is rampant. When you go into the minute mart, the quick mart, like uh, Sheets or, you know, uh, Get Go or one of those places, and you're there and you're just there to buy something or you got gas or you have to run in real fast, and somebody has pajama pants on, sometimes they'll even have slippers on, and they'll be buying smokes and scratch-offs and energy drink. And you, or Mountain Dew, which essentially is energy drink. It's old school energy drink. And you're going. I'm going to myself. I, I say to myself, "What? 
that's like the uniform of people who buy scratch-off tickets in the morning. Pajama pants. And late at night. Really all the time. Like fleecy lumberjack print pants. Why is that? And there are times I won't even go out to the mailbox wearing those kind of pants. So do what you want to do. Make yourself comfortable. But I judge the hell out of you. You know where it's way out of line? And this one is, this is out of line. People who wear pajama pants who aren't toddlers or babies on airplanes. I've seen that act. That's too much. Girls will wear like Ugg boots and then, or like Ugg slippers in pajama bottoms. Now, I don't think it should be back in the day on People's Airline or wherever, or U.S. Air, where people connect or whatever, where people would wear shirt and tie. I don't, I don't need that. Nobody needs that or TWA, you know, where you'd wear a shirt and tie and a fedora. That's okay. I don't need all that. But if you got pajamas on, pajama pants on, on the airplane, that's a bit much. It's over the top. I'm all for comfortability, but they make so many pants now that are comfortable. They make jeans you can work out in pretty much that you don't have to go full-on pajama bottoms. I just shake my head and say, what are we doing? What are we doing here? Anyway, 412-928-9370. Jeff Hathorne joins top of the hour. You just heard Jeff not long ago do the Jeff Capel show. And now I want to talk to Jeff about the Steelers' offensive coordinator situation and all that's going on therein. We'll talk to Jeff coming up in just a couple minutes. Uh, Sun Chevrolet gives you fan weather right now. 2024 starts with great incentives on Trailblazer, Blazer, Equinox, and Silverado. And visit sunchevy.com. Overnight rain with a little fog. Uh, make that like a lot of fog. It was pretty bad uh, already out there. So go slow. 49 degrees for a low. Fog's going to continue into Friday. Cloudy skies. High temps mid to upper 50s. So it's going to be a little bit warmer. And then weekend temperature will be in the high 40s all weekend. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
basketball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 